Hey students, you're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and Brother Wing, who is just recently back from the land of Texas, where he was at uh, FSY. Um, how did you got the peanut butter and jelly dance down now, Brother Wing? You know, if my wife had been here, she probably would have made me learn that peanut butter and jelly dance. But <laughs> it was sad to be there without her, but the one... The one good thing was I did not have to learn that dance. <laughs> Although it is, I mean, admittedly, it's entertaining to watch. Like, it's super fun. So anybody who knows that, they probably have a lot, a good time. <laughs> That's excellent. I, I think, uh, yeah, my wife's that way at FSY. We went to FSY and, and she's getting out there dancing. And I'm like, I don't want to dance. And everyone's like, hey, your wife's dancing. Get out there. And so who knows? There could be videos of me out there I because I dance. Wing. did it i'm impressed and good job you did it so um all right students we're glad that you're uh with us this week uh we're going to be looking at answers to gospel questions as they're found in acts chapter 16 through 21 this week um you know it's one of the one of the things that i've really loved about hanging out with uh with ysas is how many uh, new converts there are among that age group. It's kind of fun to to see, and it's and all of them have a different story about how they ended up coming into the church. The thing that also impresses me is how excited they are about the gospel and how open they are to the gospel. Some things, you know, sometimes if you're a lifelong member, you wonder like. How do people perceive me? How do people perceive the way that, that I believe? And so it's always really exciting when there's someone who's like, yeah, this, this totally makes sense. I'm I'm all in on this. Uh, it's fun to see some of those YSAs just a year after they after they get baptized, how they, they go on a mission. We have uh we have an example of an individual. I'm not sure how old she is, but um, but she's a convert. And you can see her excitement. And I think we can learn from her excitement as to what it means to be a disciple and follower of Jesus Christ. We have in Acts chapter 16, a story of a, of a gal named Lydia uh, and, and how she comes to join the church after listening to Paul. Uh, what can you tell us about Lydia? She's got an interesting job, Brother Wing. Yeah, it says in there that she's a seller of purple, <laughs> which is, <laughs> man, that's a great color. I think it's one, of the, it's one of the best colors, really, yeah. purple. So I think that means but, that she probably works with pretty rich people. I know purple was a sign of wealth. Yeah, it was, a, and this was this would have been like color. a a luxury good, you know, yeah. that she can they can use this dye and um, there. So what maybe would be the equivalent today, like Lydia, would be a seller of Lululemon pants or something <laughs> like that, right? And perhaps. In her experience with that, uh, she recognized how superficial it was, you know, and maybe, maybe this is what's preparing her to look or accept something of deep importance so readily. uh, Yeah, she does. I don't know. I like how you said that uh, to accept things so readily, because we only have, we just have a couple of verses, just 14 and 15 that we're going to look at today, but check these out, students. So we got Lydia in, in Acts chapter 16, verse 14, who's a seller of purple. Um, and she worshiped God, she believed in God, and she heard uh, Paul speaking. Now listen to this. 
it says Lydia's heart uh, was opened, the, that the Lord opened her heart, and she attended unto the things which were spoken of uh, Paul. So when, when Lydia heard the message of the gospel, uh, her heart was open and receptive to it. She believed it. But then I like that phrase, Brother Wing, in verse 14, that she attended unto the things which were spoken of by Paul. What do you make of that uh, phrase? She attended unto the things which were spoken of by Paul. Yeah, you know, this is where when we are listening to messages taught by apostles and prophets and other church inspired church leaders as they speak by the Holy Ghost, this is where the opportunity comes to really be taught by, uh, by the Spirit, that we're not just listening to someone, in essence, horizontally, but we have this opportunity to listen vertically. And where in this case, she's not just hearing the words in her ears or even considering them in her mind, but she's she's opened her heart. And powerful experiences can come when the Word of God gets to the heart and faith is the result of that experience. And so she, yeah, she's open. I, another translation says it this way, the Lord opened her heart to listen eagerly to what was said by Paul. Um, she attended to, or she listened eagerly. You know, she mm. she must have been prepared, seeking for this, and and uh, her heart is open. Therefore, she connects, and it 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 uh, it uh, is. This is an active learning process that's going on here, and not something passive. I like that phrase, active learning process. It indicates that she's not just interested in in knowing something, but she's interested in doing something or becoming something. And I think that's a great, I think that's a, a great uh, truth for us to understand about what conversion looks like in ourselves. So we could ask, sometimes we might wonder, well, how strong is my testimony? Well, we'll just kind of be reflective of in what ways are you acting uh, in accordance with the gospel of Jesus Christ? Like, well, obviously, are, are you attending church meetings? Um, are you, uh, do you have a, a current temple recommend? Are you attending the temple regularly are you uh, are you doing your best to study the scriptures daily consistently how do you feel about the book of mormon uh can you see evidence of of the gospel penetrating your life not only in your thoughts but also in your actions that seems to be what's happening with with lydia here she, she was baptized in verse 15 i so all these things she was acting upon and feeling and gaining a testimony of. And then in verse 15, I mean, this is, it's quite a conversion story. It's a, a verse and a half conversion story for Lydia, but she was baptized and her household, uh, and which is kind of cool. So everybody in Lydia's family got baptized. And then she, after she was baptized, she invited Paul, uh, to stay at her house and to uh, be with her family uh, while he taught the gospel in, in her in her area. I think this story of this conversion of story of Lydia is is one of those stories that um, I mean it's a cool story in the Bible, but it's repeated all the time in Springfield, Missouri. It's repeated all the time in Fayetteville or wherever you're at. Uh, people converts like Lydia are not are not hard to come by. They're found everywhere. There's people that are ready. Yeah, the gospel is preached to open hearts, ready hearts, and, and uh, people who are willing to act without hesitation. Very rapid 
miraculous changes can take place. I'm really impressed. I mean, we don't know how much time passes, I suppose, between verse 14 and verse 15. You know, she right. she eagerly listened to Paul and when she was baptized in her house, you know, so how much time passed between there. But it appears that the story is that she she was not uh, waffling here or hesitating, you know, and and I think this this shows that faith in Jesus Christ really does overpower fears uh, that we might have. And, you know, the scriptural definition of fear is more like uh, a lack of trust in Jesus, but also a lack of acceptance of our divine nature. And I don't, I don't know that I can read in too much into Lydia's story. Um, I don't know why even the, you know, Luke tells us that she's a seller of purple. Why, why is that detail important? But that kind of leads me a little bit to think that Maybe in her in her work, and she's recognizing how superficial this kind of luxury item is. That she's looking for something, you know, of of importance in life and meaning and depth and answers to serious questions that she has. So then, when she's ready for this and open to it, so then Paul arrives, she eagerly listens and says, "This is what I've been looking for." And because and she wouldn't have even had these questions had she not been reckon there's got to be something more to this. Like she, she probably sensed her divine nature and that there, there is something more to life. And therefore by that acceptance of who she really is and her willingness to trust in Jesus, that's where faith comes in to overpower any fear. When we feel fearful is when we, we are not accepting who we are. We're not, we're not aligning truth in our mind with, with our divine nature and we're not trusting Jesus. And that, that kind of causes us to be like, well, I feel like I should do this, but can I really do that? And, there, and all this kind of these doubts and darkness kind of come in there and there's, there's space for it. I don't know how much space is in between verse 14 and 15. It doesn't sound like much. Right. You know, Lydia didn't seem like she allowed for, for doubts or any space to hesitate there because she wanted this and she was willing to act and do something with it. And that's, that's why I'm so impressed with all of these converts in the book of Acts where they hear the message and they immediately get baptized. They're ready to commit and go and live a a different, better life. That's awesome. Excellent example from Lydia. Thanks, Lydia. And that's a great name. Not a lot of people in the Bible named Lydia. All right, students, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Answers to Gospel Questions. Join us again next time. We love your guts, everybody. Stay righteous.